Hello and welcome to Tibble Nibbles Lockdown Edition, where we're going to talk about buffets. Indeed, and maybe why are we talking about buffets today, Mr T? So, well, it's on the Daily Mail, so it must be true. Oh yes, my favourite newspaper um, of all time. <laughs> newspaper, and it's not about it's not about um, house prices no. or immigration or, or anything else. Going to hell in a handcart. Going to hell in a handcart. Um, it's about the fact that buffets apparently are going to be banned in Scotland mm-hmm. for health concerns, and I'd imagine. As we found with the smoking ban and a few other things, um, generally Scotland tends to be the leader, actually, of trying to make things healthier. Whether they actually succeed or not is a different matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But obviously but with COVID, the challenge here is keeping a buffet is, sanitary is very difficult. Yeah, are, are, are buffet-style restaurants sustainable in the post-COVID world? Yes. There you go. That Discuss. sounds very deep. Oh. Tibbles Nibbles always makes me so You've got to have steak. No <laughs> need rice in pubs. Yeah, what, as in beef tallow. You had to leave your shoe behind the bar. <laughs> Crackling shouldn't be floppy. Oh, and pies. Only psychopaths eat burgers in Nando's. I'm a simple man. Pibbles nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. Yeah, if buffets stop happening, yes. i.e. buffet restaurants are a thing of the past, mm-hmm. what are we going to miss? What are we going to do? Where are we going to go? Yeah. Have we been to any? Essentially, Mr. T, what do you think about when you think about a buffet restaurant? I think about lots and lots and lots of food. Yeah. Lots of variety, quite often. There are two main types of food that I think about when I think about buffets. Yes. Um, I mean, I think about what? Breakfast buffets? Breakfast buffets, for sure. Which, I mean, I know we've done a podcast on breakfast, but I think there might be room to we talk about... We didn't really about talk about breakfast buffets either when yeah. we were there. I had my little hack on the uh, the getting the getting the Worcester sauce yes. when you're at a buffet in Japan. Mm-hmm. But the other thing, of course, moving just away from Japan only slightly, I mean, the Chinese buffet, I yes. think, is a massive thing. Mm. And there's a, there's a place called... I almost don't want to say what the restaurant's called because I feel like it's one of those sort of weird statements but it's called kung fu right it makes it sound like i'm just making up words in mm-hmm. chinese that i know but no it's it's kung fu buffet restaurant in kings it's fantastic mm-hmm. it's absolutely fantastic there used to be a great one in holborn what about yourself you, are you a fan of the chinese i buffet? am i mean i mean i still one of my funniest stories actually was going to the, the first chinese buffet i ever went to was in angel place in worcester mm, i know it yeah um and one thing that that they did when it first opened is a there wasn't a time limit on it mm-hmm. but also they didn't do that thing where they closed at like but like between three and four for restocking in open in inverted commas so i was playing rugby at the time i was eating quite a lot and so i went with a couple of my my rugby mates we got there when they opened at like 11 o'clock and we were like we're just going to keep eating and see how long we can go okay and so we did I'm imagining that was quite a long time. 17 plates full. <laughs> we wound up over the course of the day. And in the end, they actually tried to throw us out because they were obviously, we'd been in there, you know, we'd eaten so yeah, much. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're literally eating them out of house and home. I yeah, imagine. and so they, they were like, you know, no, you need to leave now. And we're like, no, no, we're still here. We're still eating. You know, we've cleaned our plates every time. We're not wasting any food. How much was it ahead? Oh, it was less than a tenner. <laughs> I mean, we're talking, what, 20 odd years ago now. So it's probably like... Five or six quid, seven pound, maybe I think it was seven fifty, something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. You know, and bearing in mind that my Saturday job paid me fourteen, thirteen, fourteen pound over the course of the weekend. I mean it's a you know, decent investment. And in the end, they gave us half our money back. 
It was a guest house. Wow. <laughs> it was amazing. And we ate, you know, I mean, we ate well and we ate really well. The other funny story that reminds me of thinking about Chinese buffets was I used to work with a guy from Argentina. One of the things that I, I've not really very met that many people from South America, but I hadn't realized just how beef obsessed they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and so we went to the Chinese, we went to a, you know, we had a team lunch yeah. and we went to the, ch- the local sort of Chinese all you can eat. You know, decent price. We're paying for it mm. ourselves, and he literally sat there, and he was at the buffet for ages and ages and ages. And we were like, "Has he not found anything he likes? What's going on?" What he'd actually done was he'd gone to all the beef dishes and just picked all of the beef <laughs> out of it. So his plate was just oh. beef. There was no vegetables. There was no noodles. There was no rice. There was no nothing. Yeah, it was just it's a plate, plate full of beef because that's all he ate. I have to say, <laughs> I do tend to pick the prawns out of the prawn dish. <laughs> Yes. When I see the, when I see the kind of you know prawns in ginger yeah. there in the middle, I I do tend to make sure that the scoop or the little spoon that I've got yeah. it, it's hitting the prawns <laughs> more than it's hitting the peppers and the onion. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, you know. Yeah, actually, um, this this is slightly tangential to to the buffets, but I have to talk, talk about this. Morrison's do a lunch buffet, you know, like a salad bar yeah. buffet, and they used to do a a Greek salad. So Greek salad being feta cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, olives, onion in the dressing. What people who went to Morrison's worked out was it was cheaper for them to pick all the feta cheese out of the flat salad, put it in a box (laughs) and buy it rather than buy the feta cheese that's on display in the fixture. Uh, That's called a hack these days. I think that's probably called a hack. Um, But back in the day, they actually went up having to stop selling it because... They got so many complaints that their that their Greek salad had no feta cheese in it because people just used to steal wow. it out of there. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I think I think I don't think that's too tangential. I think that a, a, a salad bar but, yeah. is, a, is is buffet form food. And yeah. I think that's you know, and I, it's I, great I, for keto as know, well. I, I can't remember whether we talked a little bit about why why buffets are potentially on the list for being banned, but it is because the food sits out. It might have COVID on it. Yeah. Plus, I think the fact that, you know, as soon as those kind of fresh spare ribs come out from the kitchen, yeah, I don't give a toss who's like two metres away from me. I'm mm. going straight by yeah, those yeah, spare yeah. ribs, mate. Yeah. I mean, you know, and I think, you know, um, human nature is that, you know, it, it's, it's going to be hard at a buffet place to keep mm. monitoring that two metre separation that people, I mean, I don't know whether it's true or not, or how long it will last, but at this moment in time, it seems a very important thing. And some mm. people are talking about us having to, to socially distance for actually quite a while mm-hmm. into the future, at least until the, the second or third waves have gone, yes. which could be months. So therefore, like I say, you know, all these places that exist as buffet restaurants, you know, if they're out of work, longer than all the other hospitality yes. areas, they might not be able to get a foothold to come back in again. Yeah, I mean, and, and they'll want to come back, so they'll probably abandon the whole mm. the whole buffet concept, much as I hate the phrase concept when it comes to restaurants, Yeah, but hate the whole buffet setup, change the whole buffet setup for a regular restaurant. And there's no reason why. I mean, I remember there was a really good Chinese place just outside Uxbridge, mm-hmm. or near Uxbridge, um, Cowley, I think it was, where they used to do all you can eat. Mm. But, you ordered it. I, I remember a friend of mine telling me that all you could... I think it was maybe the theatre company when I did the Harpoon Lewis um, oh, yeah, <laughs> extravaganza. Yeah. They kept reminding me that an all-you-can-eat restaurant is an eat-what-you-can or eat-what-you-want restaurant. Oh, yes. And eat-what-you-want. It's just a little bit more British than all you can eat. All you can very eat. Very American. Yes. Yeah. Or, or um, eat what you can, which sounds like a challenge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, okay, yeah. So it's it's, you know... 
Eat as much as you would like. like yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's yeah. not. Yeah, it's. Uh, I mean, I. But you I, don't feel like you got value for money unless you leave there hating yourself a little bit and wishing you had like someone in a. You can push you home in a wheelbarrow. Well, it's it's an interesting thing because you know I I eat quite a lot. I remember there was a really great place again Chinese place mm-hmm. in Hammersmith. Yeah, and I was working at Latimer at the time. And we had some really great technical students. And it was it literally lunchtime was about five pounds a head. Right. Uh, and I know that Chinese buffets get a bad rap. Yes. But I think that's maybe the ones in Chinatown, which I've never been to. The, the only food you used to be able to get in Camden Market mm. used to be. Yeah, I remember. Like the, yeah. the, like the Chinese, not quite all you can eat, but it was that set up mm. with hotel pans and orders just bubbling away for days on end yeah now, and it was awful yeah. <laughs> absolutely dreadful food but i actually quite like a chinese buffet mm. and i've been to some really good ones yeah and the one in hammersmith it's not there anymore but it used to be great mm. took the um as a, as a present i took the really good technical students who'd helped out on productions and yeah stuff, uh out for lunch uh, as a trip mm-hmm uh, and it was paid for by the school because it was only like six pound a head, like yeah. I said. So I took three or four students with me. Uh, I went to the all-you-can-eat Chinese. Now, like I said, big eater. But, of course, I'm what in my, at that time, I'm in my sort of early to mid-30s. Yeah. You know, I'm taking 16-year-old. Kids you know, still growing. Thin as, thin as a rake children. Yes. Oh, my God, they can put it away. Yeah. And I'd forgotten. You know, it literally just, I, it was just thrown into my face about metabolism. Mm. I mean, I ate three platefuls, which I was absolutely bursting at the seams, and I had eaten heartily. Yes. I mean, the the, the, the guy next to me, he'd done six plates, mm. and he hadn't been skimping, uh, and he's absolutely thin as a rake, and um, was just packing it away. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm there sweating and sort of on the <laughs> urge of some kind of diabe- diabetic coma. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's just absolutely going for it, which, <laughs> um, you know, it, it was the first time where I, I realized, not since, since my own mortality is way too dramatic, I just noticed the fact that there's a difference when you get yeah. older uh, about how you can actually mm-hmm. eat. And although I still eat to excess, I actually probably eat way less than I used yeah. to, you know, 15 years ago. Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, exactly. But going back to my point about, you know, Chinese restaurant, buffet restaurants getting yes. a bad rap. Yeah, so I think I think there's, just as your rule of, you know, don't eat rice in pubs. Um, I think the other rule is, is don't eat, don't have buffets in, in tourist areas. Yeah. So yeah. don't eat buffets in Chinatown. Don't yeah. eat buffets in, in... Airports. In airports. Don't eat buffets in Camden Town. Yep. Um, yep. You know, or in Camden Market, should I say. Yep. Um, you know, that sort of stuff. But you put... It is different, and you can go. I mean, I mean, talking about other buffets, Indian buffet at the Pasha in Worcester. Oh, I went once or twice. Yeah, yeah. we talked about it in the curry one. Yeah, we talked about that. Came Sunday up in the curry one. Sunday afternoon, wasn't it? And of course, yeah. the other one that, that that of course to me doesn't spring immediately to mind, but then you go, oh, of course it is, is the Ned. Yes. Well, that's going to be banned. Potentially. Well, quite potentially. I mean, even though that's, you know. But look how many people, I mean, that's very popular. Yes. But look how many people are with it. I mean, like, you imagine you can't have people within two metres. I mean, that is always rampant. Yes. Yeah, it is. And people are literally shoulder to shoulder and queuing. Yeah, Yeah. you couldn't do that now. Um, There is a, I'll I'll stick a link to the review. Um, I think that's what makes me a little bit sad about it. And, you know, when I saw that headline, um, why it affected me was that I think the Ned was one of the things that Mm. I thought about going like, but I really love that. Yes. Oh, oh! I can't go and eat really, really nice food for fifty yes. pounds. You know, oh, you can, but it'll have to be set up entirely differently. And it won't be fifty pounds though, if you in, in that. No, as soon because because you know, even though the Ned, for example, is well, you're well served. Hmm. 
there's no doubt that there are fewer staff because all they have to do is take the plates away. It's bums on seats, isn't yeah. it? You know, you've got you've got you know, stack ram as many people in there as mm-hmm. you can for your fifty five pounds a head and you, you hit your price point. Yeah. As soon as you start spacing people out, I mean there is a danger actually generally. Um, that that restaurants are going to become quite expensive. Yes, because they're not going to be able to have the same number of covers. Mm. In. So yeah. therefore, if you think about it, half the covers twice you have to you have to have twice the price, price. to reach yeah. the same same yeah. price That's point. That's a very good point. Yeah, and then and then of course the other part that really comes through to me is is. The breakfast buffet that's part oh. of the, you know, you go on holiday. Breakfast buffet. And, you know, or you, you know, you get to stay overnight in a hotel. And one of the main reasons that I love them is, is the breakfast buffet. Yeah. You know, and I remember I stayed in the hotel. We went, I, I went away with work and we stayed, we actually stayed in the, in the hotel in Watford uh, called the Grange, mm-hmm. which is where I think the England football team stay when they're doing their training. So I very, very nice hotel. I might be wrong, but I think the Grange is sort of a, a small chain of, of, of kind of quite nice rest, yes. of quite nice hotels. Yes. You know, and you go there and it was they had everything was under those nice sort of lift up cloche lids and they had an omelette station. Yeah, you know, where she's good, where good, the lady good. chef there was was making us either omelettes or could make you scrambled eggs. Mm-hmm. You know, and they brought them to your table and Amazing, you know, really, really great quality stuff. And you could have the other advantage with it, of course, is that you can have your cooked breakfast exactly how you want it. So, you know, so you can have, you know, you know that you've got a posh buffet mm-hmm. when they have crispy bacon and not crispy bacon, like regular bacon and crispy bacon. And you have the choice between the two. I agree. I agree. And I mean, my problem with all buffets is that I eat too much. Yes. I don't think I've ever been able to walk away from a buffet and go, I've had my fill, I'm content, I'm fine. Yes. I've always got a little bit of a waddle on or I'm not mm-hmm. feeling quite well. Yeah. And this is a big problem for me where, you know, you you're talking about hotels and buffet breakfast. Yes. I mean one of the one of the best things I've ever done and something that I'll always remember is I, I managed to get last minute tickets onto a European five star cruise right. many years ago when I was younger than I am now. And I think I'm still too young for a cruise, really. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I think so. But um, did it did it in my uh, did it in my late twenties. Uh, five star Mediterranean cruise for yeah. a week. Paid an extra few quid and got an unlimited bar, which was <laughs> oh dreamy. Um, <laughs> you made your money back on that, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they had Stella that was so nice. That the, the Stella they had on the ship was um, was it like Egyptian Stella because that's like where it, that's like the oldest Stella you can buy apparently is. Well, it was it just the oldest was, recipe. It was on draft. It had a slight sort of thickness to it, like a real beer. It was a bit like the kind of consistency of Carling Premier, if you can Ooh. remember that from Ooh. the nineties. Oh my god! You know when we, you know when like um, Caffres and all these kind of yeah. smooth flow, yeah, 70, yeah, yeah, seventy thirty yeah. mixed nitrogen beers kind of came through because people decided that, that was cool in yeah. the nineties rather than just the the CO two mm-hmm. um, lager. But yeah, it had that kind of smoothness. You know, it 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 tasted a bit. I mean, I'm a big fan of Stella anyway. Mm. But it just had this depth of flavour. It was about six percent, so it was almost like export. So it was Stella. like the old, the old style Stella, basically. Oh, it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah, because of course Stella in the in the nineties was five point two, wasn't it? Now it's yes, it's down to four point eight. Uh, I, yeah. checked, I checked my can the other day. Um, <laughs> I just remember, taking I, it back. I, I remember, dr- yeah, I was drinking that. It was wonderful. I had steak and smoked salmon or gravel axe yeah. or some kind of you know some form of beef steak and mm. some form of smoked preserved salmon. fish every, every single night. Yes. Evening wasn't buffet, right? But everything else was buffet, mm. and they would have a midnight buffet as well. That if you were still <laughs> not 
completely stuffed at midnight. You could sneak down and just take as much cheesecake That's and chocolate amazing. mountain and this, that, and the other as you want. I think that might have been the start of me being properly overweight. Yeah, <laughs> I could get away with it in my late twenties when I was sort of you know loading vans and doing mm-hmm. manual work. That that holiday was incredible. I went on a cruise with my wife on the Nile. And again, that was all buffet stuff. Yeah. Midnight buffets, buffet lunch, buffet breakfast, mm-hmm. buffet dinner. That was all buffets. Now, yeah. I'm pretty sure that as far as cruise ships go, I mean, it's not going to be the buffet bit that gets bad. The whole thing yes. can't, can't survive in a post-COVID yeah. world. And yes. Let's face it. What are people going to do in the in the Algarve and Tenerife without the the, the, the all-inclusive buffet mm. food? I mean, yeah, because I mean, I mean, I remember the first time we went, I went on a hotel holiday. Mm. We went to, I'm trying to remember where we went. I think we might have gone to Fuerteventura mm-hmm. um, in the Canary Islands. And you have half board yeah, because you have a buffet breakfast. Mm-hmm. You eat as much as you can physically eat. Mm-hmm. That keeps you full, ready for your buffet dinner. Yeah, You know, and they'll change out a few dishes every day. But yeah. it's pretty much the same thing, you know, for two weeks. And it was great. And that's, you know, so many happy associations. I think the other the other thing that really made me laugh, just come quickly back to, yeah, yeah, to yeah. buffet breakfast, was going to the U.S., and we went to Denny's because you'd heard about yeah, Denny's. Yeah, no, we went I mean, in the mid, chain. It's a chain. The mid nineties, yeah. And it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, a all day. I think it's like a twenty four hour a day breakfast sort of place. And I'm pretty sure they did. A, they had a buffet there as well. And I think you could order things off the menu. This was when you could still smoke in restaurants. Mm-hmm. And we were in there, and we, you know, we took our time. And there was a lady who had a plate full of food that was ridiculous, and she had three cigarette breaks. While she was eating her breakfast, which is amazing. I didn't see anything like it. You see, I'd rather that than... Uh, I remember I was watching an episode of Faulty Towers recently. Yes. And Sybil's sitting there having her dinner while she's berating Basil, yeah. eating and smoking at the same time. <laughs> Welcome to the 1970s. Oh, I mean... It's just disgusting, isn't it? Awful. Yeah. Awful. So I'm trying to think any other buffet places. I mean... You're talking about America. Mm. What about somewhere like Katz's? What about all those delis that New York is famous for? Yeah. If you can't put the food out. Well, they sort of make it as they go along, don't they? But the other thing that's interesting is the the, the Americans the one, also I, have. I've not been to Katz's, but I, I definitely went to a deli mm. when I was there as a teenager, when I when my yes. first time in New York. And that was very much kind of like pick from stuff that's out and then weigh the plate at the end. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a very good point, actually. But maybe there's the issue that you won't have people breathing on it because it's the staff doing it. No, I, well, you, you, it was literally. Oh, you like choose a, it yourself. Oh, it was literally like a. Imagine the kind of. Yeah, it was very much exactly the same as a sort of restaurant in a hotel on an all inclusive mm. thing. It was you started at one end. It was like a very very posh uh, IKEA. Right. What's IKEA going to do? Yeah. Um, where you kind of you know went down the line. Yeah. And, and, and just grabbed things on little plates or stuck a spoon into something and then put it on your plate like a self you know, just self service mm. restaurant. You know. Yeah, interesting because yeah because you are almost dealing with the other part which sort of comes from buffets as well and this is an um, this is american style midwest thing which i went to when i was in the U- my second time well, i've been to the u.s twice as the second time in the u.s we went to a place that served cafeteria what they call cafeteria style mm-hmm. which is basically a bit like school lunches yeah exactly that yeah and 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 that's that's that whole yeah. thing of you know is that going to be okay as well what i would say is that of course ikea they do have little flaps in front of some of the mm. stuff so they, they can have things you know because they do it on plates they have little plastic dishes over the yes. top or you could maybe that might make a difference mm. yeah yeah but yeah i, I think I, t- I tell you what i'm going to miss about if if they were to go yes what i would miss uh ignoring the the, the greed factor yes is just that i feel that it, no matter where you are or what you're doing 
it kind of makes food a little bit more affordable. Yeah, and and it, and it means you can have a little bit of everything as well. Because you know the price of a, ho- a whole, you know, an all-inclusive mm. holiday, you know, the buffet is cheaper than having a waiter restaurant yes. meal, and so it's just going to push prices up a little bit. Yeah, so I think if you sure. if you want a cheap weekend away, and you know you're going to be okay because you can you can you can um, uh, fill up on the breakfast and that keeps you going all day. Yes, you know it's going to add that extra few mm. quid to your to your, to your holiday. Yeah, hundred percent. You know, which is you know and you shame. think about something like you know I remember when my nephew was younger, mm. he loved Jimmy. Do you know? Have you seen a, a Jimmy's? So Jimmy's Spice Buffet is basically like a. Uh, no is the answer. I was shaking no, my head. I no, I know no, shaking your head. No, no for the listeners. No, <laughs> no I haven't. Um, but it's basically like a. Um, there was one in. There's definitely one in Watford. Opened up in Watford. There was one uh, near where my niece and nephew live up in the Midlands, or my my sister and her family live up in the mm-hmm. Midlands. And it's basically like you go there, and it's got Indian food, it's got Chinese food, it's got pizza, it's got yeah. pasta, it's got you know, pretty much a whole world's worth of yeah of food. You know, do uh, fajitas and burritos yeah. and various okay. other vegetables that you you. And they'd have a stir fry station. It's, I'll be honest, it's not great. No. Quality wise, because, you know, how could you expect to do all of those, all of those cuisines well? Um, but if you've got a bunch of fussy eaters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can. How good is that yeah. that you can, you know, the kid who only eats cheese and tomato pizza. Yeah. Well, there you go. If you go, sunshine, have a whole yeah. cheese and tomato pizza by yourself. The kid who likes curry can go and get curry. You know, yeah. the, you yeah, know no, all no, of that no. sort of stuff. I mean, for there's families, a, it was like absolutely ideal. There's a definite benefit. It's not about quality. It's about, you know, people just being happy. Yeah. yeah. You know what? You hit the nail on the head there. Those buffets I've thought of on, on the holidays I've been on, you know, my danger is I always have a little bit of everything. Mm. But actually, you know, you have the ability to be able to pick the bits out that people like. Yeah. I mean, I've tried to bring my son up not to be too fussy. Yes. But he is in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It's just that what he does eat isn't what you would expect a usual six-year-old yes. to eat, i.e. as long as he's got some nicely um, grilled squid, yes. he's, he's happy <laughs> as Larry. Um, absolutely happy as Larry. That's so I funny. Think, I think his favourite favorite meal would be grilled squid and pasta. Of course, you've also got the... Um, the I was trying to think of other buffets I've been to, and, mm. and the mention pizza made me think of the Pizza Hut buffet. I thought about that earlier, and it went out of my mind. You yeah, know, going in there and eating you know, two pizzas worth of pizza because you paid five ninety nine or however much it was. But if you're... To- I mean, they're, they're still going. I went to one only, well, maybe like two weeks before mm. lockdown, just because I was absolutely starving. Uh, I was driving to the Midlands. I'd got my son with me, yeah. and it was like, you know what? Yeah, let's do it. We'll, we'll just go and have a few slices of pizza. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I I've been there in the past where I've been, like been counting and having a competition. Yeah, um, yeah. I think that might have been me and you actually. Thirteen pieces I managed to do. I think so. Yeah. I think I, I think I tapped out eleven or twelve. I mean, Thirteen slices. Isn't that two, that's two actual large pizzas, isn't it? Uh, yes, like I think it is. The way they cut because yeah. they make the extra extra large pizzas and. This, mm. it's, I think it's eight or ten slices per. It's still good though. Per pie. But also, what's nice about that again is that you don't have to stick with the same pizza. Mm. The problem with Pizza Hut or any pizza place is that you um you you, you, have have, you, you make your choice to stick with yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. Whereas on the buffet, it's like oh, I love. I mean, they do do a little bit of weird flavour. Well, I'll have a little bit of that minced beef and pineapple that you've thrown out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and that is the thing is I I, I don't want to eat a whole pie a whole pizza of no, of course not of, of tuna. Yeah, you know, or something like that. But one slice. But one slice yeah. of tuna and sweet corn. Absolutely. Hello, well, it's like the veggie pizza. I really don't like vegetable mm. pizzas, but I do like one slice of yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Are there any other cuisines really that do that do that or maybe it's that are suited to to Well, I think I think that yeah, there's two ways of looking at it, isn't there? I think suited to Chinese. Mm. Because I imagine that if you go to a Chinese restaurant 
there can't be that much difference between the way they're keeping stuff hot to serve out to the customers on the big buffet as there is in the kitchen keeping it ready to, to, to give to people on order. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, but then I, again, I bet, you kind of, that, you're yeah, almost at the opposite. Exa- it won't be exactly the same, but it must be similar. Yeah, but I think uh, I think you're also at that place where it's stuff that you won't, that isn't ruined by being overcooked. Because hmm. you couldn't really do a buffet with steak because you stick it under the hot lights keeping it warm it's going to be like leather yeah. but actually when you have things in lots of sauce or you have rice which doesn't really dry out it's a, I think a lot of it is a, is, is a bit like that don't you it's I like think, yeah. bubbling vats of things works really well as a buffet I mean I always tend to steer clear in the main courses anyway in a Chinese buffet mm. because my favourite bit about Chinese is the starters is, yeah. anyway spring um, rolls prawn toast yeah things spring. on skewers Spare ribs. Yeah, spare ribs. And like you said, meat in sauce. Yes. You know, spare ribs. You know, I, I will venture a little bit in, especially because, um, like I said, the, the, the Kung Fu in um, in Kingston, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they also, they have a, a teppanyaki station as well. So really? you can actually go up and they will, um, they'll, you know, you they'll can put go, a prawn in your pocket. That. Yeah, I'll have that little bit of prawn. It's not, they don't have the skill of that. It's <laughs> not, what's that place? But. Uh, Benny Hanna. Yeah, Benny Hanna. It's not quite Benny Hanna. They don't, uh, <laughs> they don't spin an egg, throw it up, and then crack it on the edge <laughs> of the uh, edge of the whatever it's spatula. Yeah. Um, but they will. But you can go up and have a bit of like freshly fried um, shrimp yeah. or um, prawns. Or too American. Then. Yeah. A uh, little bit of prawn or a little bit of steak or yeah. a little bit of octopus, and they'll just mm. they'll stick it on the hot grill, and someone will end up fry it up and then stick yeah. it on your plate. They have um, little very basic dim sum. Bits. Yes. Plus, with the dim sum bits, they also have the pancakes and the duck and stuff. So you can oh, duck, nice. You can have those little duck pancakes, which, to be honest, I think it's about different prices depending on different days. Lunchtime yes. is cheaper. Mm-hmm. I normally I normally get a craving around about sort of the middle of the week, and I think it's about 12 quid. Yeah. Well, I know that it's about 15 quid for um, a large bottle of fizzy water and the food. Yeah. And it, it comes out just less than 15 mm-hmm. quid, which I think is ideal. Mm. And I always make sure that I have a bit of the dim sum. I mean, I've t- 12 quid's worth of, of duck pancakes. I mean, that that's it. Or well, I'll just have spare ribs. And I have two plates of spare ribs, mm. admittedly. You know, I, I feel like I'm getting my money's yes. worth. But at the same time, the restaurant is also making its money. Yes. It's not like you and your rugby mates who <laughs> made, some, made some Chinese people homeless in the middle. <laughs> to be fair, they did institute the, uh, the, the post-lunchtime closing <laughs> after we did that. Wow. You made... <laughs> You made the Angel Place Buffet Chinese close down. No, not, not close down entirely. Just have, make, make them have a break in the day. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, also they do poppadoms and they do a bit of sushi. I don't really, I'm not really going into the sushi. No, thing I probably wouldn't. It's, yeah, it's it's not. But they do have a sweet station. Yes. As it's, sorry, sweets station. Yes. So they have a chocolate fountain. Nice. And they have then um, like some fizzy cola bottles and... <laughs> A little bit of ice cream and stuff. So, fizzy cola. What fizzy cola bottles? That's so random, mate. I love fizzy cola. Yeah, bottles. no, I'm not, not saying that's not good, but yeah, I wouldn't expect so to find them in a restaurant. Okay, so they've got like um, three or four bowls with different yeah. sweets in, like some kind of sort of raspberry, sweety, chewy things, fizzy cola bottle things, maybe like some kind of fake Smarties. Yeah, uh, and then a chocolate fountain with marshmallows. So is it to go in the ice cream then? Yeah, and then an ice right. cream, an ice cream thing, but I. I I've I've been in there and I've eaten you know three plates of duck pancakes yeah and a, and a plate of fizzy cola bottles. <laughs> You're amazing. Thanks, man. <laughs> of course, the other thing that the other place. Sorry, just thinking about sweets and desserts and mm. stuff. Mama Shelter, which we went to. Yeah. Twenty five quid. You know, great value buffet. 
that's not going to be there anymore. Yeah. It's actually, th- those those lunchtime buffet things, mm. they became quite fashionable, you know, your, your Sunday buffet yeah. type, type things. So, Ned, that would be awful to go. Yeah. Yeah, Mama Shout are awful to go. And then and then we went to the uh, the place in Oldwich, Roca, mm. which the one in the one in Oldwich is you get service, mm. but I'm pretty sure the one in 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 Soho is a buffet. Do you think it's re- they're really going to go away? I think it's going to be harder to have that style of restaurant in yes. the future. I think that we're already looking at it being a long time mm-hmm. until uh, what's the word the government keeps hospitality venues yes. open. And I think that when hospitality venues do open. I think that it will be harder for a buffet restaurant to open. Yes. I think that buffet restaurants will come back, but I think buffet restaurants as we know them are going to be gone for, I think they might disappear for round about 12 months more than mm-hmm. anything else. Yeah. And so I think that that's long enough for me to be mourning them. Mm. I just think the kind of person I am, I'm going to miss them more than maybe a lot of people. Yeah. I think, let's be honest, there's a load of places that need to just, you know, F off and die, mm. such as the kind of place we're talking about in the tourist traps. Yes. You know, the kind of food poisoning uh, havens yes. in Chinatown. If there's one benefit from this is that crap places are going to die and stay dead. Yes. Yeah, God, I tell you what, it was, it was interesting because I was thinking for a little while, God, how are we going to think about things to talk about now that we've done the main things? And how long have we done on this? Yeah, no. 35 minutes. 35 minutes nice. just on buffets. It literally just... We off the top of we, our heads. We do need to lighten the mood before we end because we, we've never ended on a negative before. No, I think I think maybe we should talk about. So the other thing I really enjoyed was was I went on holiday with my parents when I was about seventeen, I think, and um, we went to uh, Turkey. And one of the best parts was we'd go out. There was a club in the hotel next door that you could just go to. So you used to go out, go clubbing, come back at three a.m. and they. And again, this is possibly a reason why buffet shouldn't be existing. Mm. They'd already laid breakfast out. <laughs> <laughs> well, so we used to go via the um, via the dining room, pick up a load of pastries because they used to lay all the pastries and all the other, you know, the cold mm-hmm, stuff mm-hmm, you, they mm-hmm. used to lay out. They used to lay all that stuff. So you used to get fired into those, take a load back to the room, eat that, and then wake up at just before breakfast ends and go down and have another, have second breakfast. It's like a hobbit. Good. It's very good. <laughs> what about, uh, do, can, could we end this by just saying like the top two things that we've ever we've ever eaten in a buffet restaurant of any description, whether it be a hotel or whatever? Yeah, there's I mean, actually we can, another, we can, we yeah. To, I mean, unless you've got a story, I mean, uh, we could take a bit of time to think about it. Well, the, the a couple of things. One is the Ned, mm. which is just superlative. I think the lobster at the Ned has to be number one for for me yeah for for, for things like it's eating in a just bucket. ridiculous yeah you know and i have to say you know the food quality in general has gone up massively at the net the price has gone up i think when we first went it was 42 it's 55 now I because yeah, of the popularity I d- but, but I, it's I worth it i don't feel 100 percent. i don't feel bad paying 55 pounds at the net no and then the other place actually was a place that we talked about when we were talking about steak mm. is um bovino in playa del carmen which it's and and actually this is coming back round to the whole Redizio idea because could you imagine right and are we talking sort of like those kind of um, Brazilian Brazilian style? steakhouses yeah yeah okay yeah they're That's not going to be thought. probably not going to be able to do those no but the other thing of course is if you haven't been to one they bring the meat around on skewers and they mm-hmm. chop but all of the actual veg and the starters are all 
served buffet style. Do you remember a restaurant that I might have taken you to called Questos in Soho? I don't think so. So Questos in Soho. I'd be interested to know whether it still exists. Mm. Um, it's kind of, it was just, I can't even tell you where it was, but it, it wasn't far off um, Shaftesbury Avenue. Right. And uh, I was taken there by a, a colleague of mine from the City Lit. Yes. And so what they had was a very small amount of buffet dishes, again, in the classic, uh, sort of Italian style. Yes. And there'd be a few little bits and pieces in metal sort of topped dishes. Yeah. So like, you know, some really nice roast potatoes, maybe like a meat stew dish and maybe like a bit of pasta and a bit of rice. Yeah. But then at the same time as that, and actually the the, the skill, which um, a guy called Brian <laughs> taught me, he was my colleague at the, yeah. the, city, at the city Lit, um, was that, you know, you just sit tight because the, the, the waiting staff will bring little tidbits around for you as well. Okay. And actually... You could sit there, just maybe get a, a, a little bit of rice on the side, just to keep yourself going. But they would bring around a little bit, mainly the protein items. Mm-hmm. A little bit of steak would come around, and it would be, you know, they'd have a little. It was a bit like, uh, you know, when you're at a, a thing where people stop bringing um, canapes around mm. and things like that. It was literally that, and you're kind of like, oh yeah, please, you know. And if you were mm. the kind of the keen one, you could get a little bit more, or, yeah. you know, if, if, if you manage to get a little wink and whatever, and, and make sure that you got a little bit off the plate. But yeah, they'd bring around, you know, grilled fish. They'd bring around steak. They'd bring around some nice asparagus. You know. The, the kind of more high, uh, high-end items yes. would be brought around by staff, um, and the reason I just suddenly started thinking about that is that you know maybe that would be something that would be possible, mm. you know, in the fact that you know it's good for the restaurant because they can limit the amount of high-value stuff yes. that's going out. Um, but at the same time, it's got a bit of theatricality mm. to it. It's kind of cool, um, and you you feel like you're getting. You know, especially mm. when, you know, if you are, if you do give a little wink to the kind of cute waiting staff yeah. and you get an extra portion, that then makes you feel good about it. But it's all kind of part of the game that they know you're playing anyway. Yeah. So it, it's just adding to the whole kind of excitement of it. So maybe we'll be OK. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of the of going out for we went out to a place once for um, dim sum mm. and r- not quite buffet style, but they but they brought the, the dim sum around on carts. Mm hmm. So it's almost the reverse buffet where they just bring the food to you and you choose whether you want it or not. Yeah. And I still think one of the funniest things was we were there with some with some Chinese people who had basically pointed us out to recommend this place to go. So we we gone. And we were trying to get I trying to what Jialong Bao, we were trying to get the soup dumplings. And the soup dumplings never actually made it to us. And so the 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 girl that we were with was like, Don't worry guys, we'll sort this out. And she literally just walked into the kitchen and grabbed it like off the thing. And we were like, what are you doing? She's like, oh, no, no, don't worry. This is completely normal. She's like, I'm from Hong Kong. This is just what you do. And like the staff didn't really mind. But that's when you when you sort of sat and watched, you realised that all of the British people that were there yeah, were yeah, sitting yeah, there yeah. patiently waiting. All the Chinese people were like, no, no, this isn't how it works. Yeah. I'm just going to go into the kitchen, shout at the chefs and get them to just get what I want. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a good place. If you want something, go and get it. That's, yeah. a, that's a positive place to end this, surely. I think so, definitely. Oh. Tibbles Nibbles always makes me so hungry. You've got to have steak. <laughs> Don't eat rice in pubs. <laughs> yeah, well, as in beef tallow. You had to leave your shoe behind the bar. <laughs> Crackling shouldn't be blocking. Oh, and pies. Only psychopaths eat burgers in Nando's. I'm a simple man. Tibbles and nibbles. Wow, he loves his food. Thank you very much, everybody, for listening. Um, 
This was just a, a, just an afternoon one after we've eaten way too much steak. <laughs> uh, that'll be a, that'll be another podcast. I think will we'll pop up at some point. So remember, you can find the podcast on uh, Apple iTunes. Uh, I don't think it's called iTunes anymore. Apple it's Podcasts. Just, it's just a podcast app, I think. Yeah, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. You can also check the website, uh, tibblenibbles.com, uh, or you can email me, tibblenibbles at gmail.com, or you can look at my fallow Instagram, tibblenibbles blog. If you want us to talk about something, let us know. Um, but fantastic. Thank you very much for making it all the way to the end, and I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>